Welcome to the Words in Season podcast. My name is Kara Marie Morris, and I am going to talk to you continuing in our series about how Jesus is our umbrella, that Jesus and his banner over us is love. Our foundational scripture that we keep going back to is Song of Songs, chapter 2 and verse 4, and it says, Let him lead me into the banquet hall, and let his banner over me be love. So when we became that we are part of Christ now, when we believed in our heart and confessed with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he was raised from the dead, and that he's coming back again for us, that hope that he's coming back for us, we see in the new birth now, all of these things that are the expression of his banner over us being love. And this week, I wanna talk about what it means that Jesus Christ is our reconciliation. So remember, you can find more episodes on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, you can hear more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor FM app. And remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. So this week, I want to talk about how Jesus Christ is our reconciliation. When I first started this series, we started talking about justification and sanctification. What does it mean to be blood washed and illuminated? And I wanted to take all of these words that, I mean, I've grown up in church and I've even gone to Bible school, but still I need remembering and I need teaching and I need a, a, a settling and a foundation of what do these words mean to me? I don't want to just hear these words and think, okay, great, but and then skip over them. It's so easy for me to read the Bible and skip over parts that I don't understand instead of taking the time to read scriptures, to, to listen to the power of the Holy Spirit that he's speaking from the word and in my heart and from pastors about these subjects so that I can really not only know it here, but that it becomes revelation to me. So this week, I want to talk about what it means that Jesus Christ is our reconciliation. In the Bible, there's so many stories of reconciliation. And of course, we looked at last week, the ultimate reconciliation, John 3, 16, that he was so in love with the world and he wanted us back. He wanted to reconcile the world back to him, that he sent his only son to die on the cross in our behalf for our sin to reconcile us back. And the, the Bible is full of stories. The whole Bible is a, is, a, is a book about his love towards us to reconcile us so that we can have eternal fellowship with God. So some of the stories that are in the Bible, just a few, there's so many about what it means to be reconciled. There's Peter and Jesus. When Peter denied Jesus three times, still God reconciled the two. When John Mark and Paul, the apostle Paul, they had a disagreement. They, John Mark was his uh, protege and someone that was working underneath him and they had a sharp disagreement and he abandoned them and he left. But still later on in life, God reconciled them. And, then, and even Jesus' brother James didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah until after Jesus was crucified and appeared to James and the other disciples. So there was dysfunction in families just like there is today, if you think, oh, my family is beyond, even you may be thinking about someone specifically. When you start thinking about reconciliation, when you start thinking about 
what it means to have estranged family members or, or friends that there's just not, it's just not right in between friends. And you may think, how could God ever do it? But I know that God can do it because we see it in the Bible and he doesn't change. I've experienced it in my life. There was a time in my life where I was in church and there was a brother in the Lord that I had and something horrible happened, a tragedy happened and it, it rocked our world. And we didn't know how we could ever recover from this tragedy in our church family. But amazingly, by the power of the Holy Spirit, He reconciled us back together. When we thought there was no hope of ever being in relationship again as a family, there's, you know, in a family, there's dysfunction. In, in, in this church body that we were in, there was dysfunction because of a tragedy that was unexpected. And we prayed and we believed and still this tragedy happened. And we thought, we we'll never we'll never have a relationship with these people again but god reconciled and restored that he can take what looks like it's dead any relationship he can take what looks like it's impossible this relationship looks like it's dead this relationship looks like we could never be restored whether it's a brother and sister in the lord a brother and a sister in the natural a mother or father a co-worker but god can reconcile those things not that god ever did anything wrong that we needed to be reconciled to him but we are the ones that were in sin and needed to have his love and forgiveness allow us to come boldly into the throne of grace to receive mercy in time of need god never did anything wrong it was us and in his mercy, he sent Jesus Christ to be that umbrella, to be that banner over us, which is love, and reconcile us back to him. So we also see in the Bible in the Old Testament how Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery because he was jealous. He shared a dream with them that, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have shared it, but he did, and he did not deserve to be sold into slavery, but that's what they did. And yet God reconciled their relationship at the very end of Joseph's life. And this is in Genesis 50 and verse 19. It says, but Joseph said to his brothers, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good and to accomplish what is now being done and saving the many lives of others. So don't be afraid, I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. After this, him being sold into slavery, he was brought into the palace. We know the story. He was brought into the palace. He was sent to prison, but then he, God raised him up to be second in command in Egypt. And then as it was, God led his brothers to come back. And at first his brothers didn't even recognize who Joseph was, but Joseph had a heart that was tender towards God. And God was able to use that moment to reconcile them back together. And it says, he said, what the enemy meant to harm him, God turned it to good. So regardless of what, what your relationship looks like, God can turn it to good. In Romans 5, starting in verse 1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character and hope. 
And this hope does not put us to shame, for God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time when we were still very powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more being reconciled shall we be saved through his life? We have been reconciled by the blood of Jesus. All of the things that we've talked about to this point lead us to this restoration of fellowship. Now in Christ Jesus, we have peace with God where we messed up, where we left, and when we will mess up, God provided us an opportunity of restoration and reconciliation through Jesus Christ. So if you think my family is beyond, my family is so dysfunctional, my family has so many issues, it's okay. God has already provided a way and where you think there's not reconciliation, it's in Christ. And as you begin to pray for those people, as you begin to pray for yourself to see them the way that God sees them, he will give you a heart for those people and it will change your heart to want to reconcile and he will provide that opportunity. Is it immediate? No, sometimes it takes a while. It takes longer than what you would want, but still there's an opportunity for restoration, for reconciliation. If it was in Christ, it can be applied into my life in every area. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 18, it says, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That was God reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us now the message of reconciliation, for we therefore are Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, and we implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. For God made him to be sin, who had no sin for us, so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ. So we can have reconciliation, we can be reconciled to God, into right relationship, into right standing, to be able to come to the throne of God to receive grace and mercy, how can we do that? Because Christ is our reconciliation. He has provided restoration to relationship. No relationship is beyond the repair of the blood of Jesus. No relationship is so dysfunctional that God can't see a way out, that God doesn't have a final say. God's word is the final say. And if God could restore all of mankind through the blood of Jesus, he can restore every relationship. 
And now it says that we are ambassadors. We have been given the ministry of reconciliation. God, we our ministry of reconciliation isn't going into the world to condemn them, but to say God hasn't counted your sins against you, but Jesus Christ is your substitute. Jesus Christ is your reconciliation. So be reconciled and accept this reconciliation that Jesus Christ has already provided. So the word in season this week is that Jesus Christ, the banner that is over us is reconciliation, restoration to relationship. When it seems like it's impossible, even sometimes it seems like it's impossible. You think, God, I messed up again. I messed up in this area again. I was disobedient in this area again. How is it possible that you still love me? It's because the reconciliation by the blood of Jesus, this banner, it's a permanent banner that no one can tear down, that no one can change. Natural things that we do in our life do not change the heart of God that is eternal. It says that God is love. It doesn't, it's not just something he does, but it is who his nature is. It's who he is, is love. And as he leads us into the banquet hall to show us we have been reconciled, it lifts us up to make us want to live a life dedicated and consecrated to him, to reconcile others to him, to enjoy reconciliation with family, with coworkers, with friends, because God has extended that reconciliation to us. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast. Remember that as we go through the word of God, that he is showing us what he has provided and that Jesus always has a word in season for you. I know you've got a word in season, even